This is Wanda Ellett. The following is a podcast of Your Career is Calling. We invite you to subscribe to our podcast and to listen live to Your Career is Calling Sunday mornings at 8 a.m. on Ryder University's 1077 The Bronx, online at 1077thebronc.com, or via our free Android and iPhone apps. Search and download WRRC1. That's W like Wanda, R like RR like Robert, C like Charlie, the number one. I hope you enjoy this week's edition of Your Career is Calling. Your career is calling. Wanda Ellett is here to make sure you're on the road to success to your dream job. With Your Career is Calling, get the empowerment and tips you need to get going in the tough business world. Your Career is Calling is underwritten by G45 Consulting, Harlow Express Press in Lawrenceville, and Career Development and Success at Rider University. Next job is on the other end, so let's get to this week's edition of Your Career is Calling. Good morning. You are listening to Your Career is Calling. This is Wanda Ellett live in the Killarney Public House Studio at Ryder University's radio station, 1077 The Bronx, and online at 1077thebronc.com. Proudly ranked the best college radio station in New Jersey per New Jersey Broadcasters Association. Your Career is Calling is the first radio show of its kind, helping both students and seasoned professionals to manage their careers as a business. The CEO of Me Inc. I'm here for the next hour and very eager to take your calls today at 877-900-1077. Again, that's 877-900-1077. Behind the glass today, producing our show is a guest, uh, a Ryder University intern, but it's a guest producer. I have Luis Alvarez. Did I say it right, Luis? Okay. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) And because my guest today is... Ricky Marin. Yay, Hi. Ricky, our producer, <laughs> my rock star, my regular rock star producer. And uh, today he is going to be sharing his uh, career lesson with me. And if this is your first time listening to the show, um, previously, I've been doing this show for about five years now. And previously what we would do is every month we had a high level topic or, you know, we had the guest and we would drill down into like different networking and interviewing and those kinds of skill sets. And each guest would come on and give their perspective. But this year, what we tried to do, and I, I've, I've enjoyed it. I don't know about Ricky will give his opinion on it. Um, it's called 52 Career Lessons. And every week we have a guest that comes on and they share their career lesson and, you know, and how they've experienced that in their career. And today we have my rock star, <laughs> Ricky Marin. Welcome, Ricky. Thanks for stepping up with the cancellation <laughs> from the guest. He stepped up. I was like, can I interview you? And he's like. Yes. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. It's uh, it's strange to be on the other side of the glass, to be honest. <laughs> like suddenly I'm like, oh, you know, I don't think I would ever feel nervous being interviewed. And I'm like, uh, OK, maybe a little bit. <laughs> but today, it you know, it, it goes like everything that's happened today. Yeah. It goes to your career lesson, which is. My career lesson today is uh, be flexible. It's very true. Yeah. Um, And so what I mean with that is, you know, I'm still a college student, but I feel like I've had quite a few jobs in the past, like, I want to say four years that I've worked so far. Um, I worked at a pet store. I worked at a mall retail job. I did two mall retail jobs, actually. I worked at a bank. I worked at Chase Bank. And then... Um, I worked at a restaurant and now I work for TD Bank and I work here at the station. So I've had quite a few jobs, but, you know, every single thing kind of gives you a new input on what to learn and how to kind of like adapt to a new environment. So I, that's what I thought. I'd like be flexible, 
Um, obviously, you know, you can't just be going from job to job all the time, but, you know, be flexible in what you do, especially as a college student. Um, and don't be afraid to kind of try out new work environments, environments to see what works best for you and see what kind of like career goals you might have in mind for your own future. Well, let's go back. Like, where did you grow up? I grew up, so I moved out around a lot. My family are basically nomads. They move all the time. I lived uh, primarily, though, in uh, Somerset County. Uh, I was born in Costa Rica. I lived there for two years of my life. But I've mostly lived everything out here in Jersey. Um, Somerset County, though, has always been my home. I lived in uh, Bridgewater, if anyone knows the area, uh, Manville, Southbound Brook, Boundbrook, Branchburg, <laughs> so all around that area. But uh, it was it was mainly in that in that location. Yeah. And did you do a lot in high school? In high school, so I was very lazy my freshman year. <laughs> you're honest. I, I am honest. I was very lazy my freshman year because when you're when you're a freshman, you don't realize how important it is. Like especially now, as it's even worse now as a high schooler, but um, you don't realize how necessary clubs and activities are for like your own college portfolio, um, especially when you want to, you know. Uh, apply. So freshman year, I didn't really want to do anything. And um, sophomore year, that's when things started to things started to kick in. I I did tennis. I did academic league. I was part of like this other group. Um, it was basically. And I think like it's a just forestry. enriching anyway. Like I think it's good to be involved anyway. Yeah. Like even in your life, no matter where you are in your life, I think you know having groups and things that interest you and intrigue you. Like our guest from mm -hmm. last week, Kate Lee, where she, uh, you know, yeah. from New Jersey Coalition of Against Human Trafficking. Yeah. It's like stay curious, be curious. You know. Yeah. No. I mean, she she was great. First yeah. of all, <laughs> shout out to Kate Lee because that was amazing. I almost she teared really up. Was. Yeah. I was teary-eyed. I'm like crying. I even went to the thing this week. I didn't tell you about that. I'll oh, tell you about nice. it afterwards. Yeah. But, um, anyway. <laughs> um, but no, yeah, I agree. It's it's good to be curious. It's good to do a lot. You know, I uh, through everything I did in high school, I kind of got a taste for what I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. um, because, you know, you kind of, when I was doing like a little bit of environmental groups thing, so we went and cleaned up the beaches, oh, yeah. which was really nice. Um, and we collaborated with a lot of schools. I did that for two years. And it was it was eye opening to see how many people actually cared uh, about the environment, but also like how um, collaborative it, schools can be when they really put their minds to it. Mm -hmm. um, and as for like all the other groups I did, because I did like three more, um, they they all gave me input in in mainly in teamwork. Um, but like I said, I was I was trying to be flexible. You know, I wasn't trying to shy away from any specific group just because it might have not been my cup of tea. I accidentally signed up into a drama show, so that <laughs> happened there. <laughs> How did you accidentally do that? Um, you see, I was very shy in high school. I didn't like to put myself out there too much, especially when it comes to like a musical production. Really? Yeah. Um, I don't see you as shy. I, now I'm not like okay. that, but that show actually helped me overcome it. Um, my friend needed someone to go with her to the audition. First, she wanted me to audition. I said, I, no. I flat out said no. Um, then she was like, just accompany me. I said, okay. And apparently the <laughs> auditions, uh, they were doing it in the format of a man and a girl, uh, well, a girl and a boy. Yeah. And um, she didn't have a boy to do the audition with. 
So she dragged me into it. I was there, like in the. She knew what she was doing. She had no. It was that was the best part. She had no clue. Uh, it was that's like what she tells you. That, well, that's what she tells you me. You believe yeah, that? I believe it. I believe it. I'm naive, but I was on the sidelines, and they were like, "We need a boy," and I was like, "I guess I'll help you." But I was like, "I'm not auditioning. I'm just letting you know. I'm just helping her out." So I auditioned yeah. with her, and then um, another friend passed by, had the same problem. I auditioned twice, basically. Yeah. And I let them know. I'm like, I'm not auditioning. Yeah. I think they just thought I was being humble. Next day, I come in, and I get the, it was Footloose. I get the role of Willard, the, oh, wow. the best friend. And um, I was told, basically, I would have been the lead if it wasn't for one of the seniors that wanted to have, like, that kind of, like, final yeah, yeah, yeah. moment. Um, I could see you being the lead, you know. It was, it was, I think it would have been phenomenal. Oh, thank you. It, it was a good show. I liked it. But I was definitely, like, shocked when I saw my name on the casting list because I... <laughs> I did an audition <laughs> officially and I got it, but it op- helped me overcome like stage fright, a lot yeah. of public speech issues. Yeah. So in the end, it, it helped me. Wow. You know? And there again, being flexible. Exactly. I was, well, in, in that case, I didn't intentionally mean to be flexible, <laughs> but being flexible helped me because then I, I used to hate singing in front of people. Um, and afterwards I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm just singing in front of you. I don't wow. care. I don't care. We'll be in the car. I'll sing. I used to just be quiet and sing in my head. Yeah. And then afterwards, it just I just kind of like came out of my shell, which was really nice. Wow. It was really nice. My friends were like, oh, you're like a totally different person. I'm like. So did you stay yeah. in the drama? In the drama? I wanted to. Um, I actually ended up moving to Costa Rica right before my senior year of high school. Oh, wow. Yeah. So that was a totally other experience. I think me moving a lot is also contributed to me be being flexible. flexible. Yeah. You, you have to adapt. You, yeah. it's, you know, you, there's no other way around it, especially when you're moving. You have to adapt. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I've learned to to be flexible and kind of grow to to see like what the rules are of every different like school environment or even country. Because people are totally different in Costa Rica. You know, you have random strangers just passing you on the street and saying hi or like kissing your cheek or like <laughs> naming all your ancestors. And they're like, oh, are you like related to this person who's related to that? And I'm like, I, I think uh, let me ask my mom. I call them up. She's like, yeah. yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, uh. Yeah. But like people, people there were very kind. We're very open to like other people's tastes. In high school here, I feel like it's more limited. People yeah. have a lot more shame put on them over it was very open-minded yeah. no one cared um which was also contributed to me like being a little bit more open-minded myself yeah because I was a little bit more close-minded in high school at least studying in this education system just because people are really worried about how they are perceived and over there they are but not for what they like which is different it's strange oh, that's weird they're worried they're more worried about how they look than than what they like. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. very funny. Yeah. Um So wait, you had your senior year in Costa Rica? I did. I did. Wow. Yeah. That must have been hard though. Um well Yes and no. It it, like yes it. and no. Yes and no. So over there our equivalent of English class here is like the Spanish class there. You know, yeah. obviously they're in the Spanish countries. Yeah. yeah. Um so I actually did well in all the other classes. Um it was just Spanish and and their civics slash ethics class that was yeah, a little bit difficult yeah. just because I had to learn a lot about the history of So all the, the books country. are in Spanish and everything? Yeah, yeah. And did, you spoke Spanish before, like, growing up? Oh, yeah. My mom had a strict rule. Spanish in the household. Oh, really? And then English outside. She's like, See, I don't I want you to opposite. lose that. Yeah, I had the yeah. opposite. My mother was, you know, because I'm, I'm half Puerto Rican. Right. And then, you know, my mother was like, because my father was German and, mm-hmm. and everything. Like, he, um, she was just like, no, you know, we don't speak Spanish in the mm-hmm. house. And plus, if you want to learn Spanish, you got to learn it in school. She would never help me with homework. Oh, wow. She never, ever helped me with homework. 
And um, it was funny because even last night, you know, hanging out with my brother and, you know, one of my girlfriends from sixth grade, mm-hmm. we were talking about the Spanish teacher, you know what I mean? And yeah. like how it was like, you know, they didn't really have any kind of accent right. or anything. And it was like, como esta usted? Yeah. So that must have been crazy. It you was. Know? Like, and, and you really had to put a lot more effort, I would imagine, like reading it and stuff. Because yeah. did you have like good comprehension and stuff? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I, I definitely had like comprehension for it. Um, it was just like I had taught myself at a younger age how to like read and write. And uh, in Spanish, I already had the speaking from my family enforcing that rule. It was just putting it more into practice, kind of learning more of like verb conjugation and stuff like that. I yeah, never felt so tough. patronized. Um and they didn't intentionally send and mean to patronize me, but they were like, "Oh, you sound so cute when you speak in Spanish," because I wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't perfect. And it's irritating. And it was yeah. irritating for me because when I, you know, in school here in my education system, I was doing really well. You know, it was like in honors classes, and for me to be told in like a patronizing voice that, you know, "Oh, you sound so cute when you yeah, speak in Spanish," and it was it, it, rough. It's like yeah, it's yeah. intimidating, and it, it, you feel almost inhibited. Yeah, like you don't want to like you, you know you're just shy and like like not confident. Exactly. I grew to be very self-conscious about what I was saying uh, when I was there. But um, I mean, overall, I I, I studied a lot harder when it came to Spanish and civics. I managed to do well. I somehow had like one of the top grades in my class. One of the I wasn't the top, but I had I was at the top near it. Yeah. um, Which is impressive, I guess. Um, That's very impressive because here you are from another country (laughs) and you're like one of the top. But it was probably because, you know, I I sense from you and just knowing Mm. you this short time. That you are like whatever you set your mind to, you're very focused and you are on top of it. You know what I mean? Oh, like you, you really engage mm-hmm. and you take it very seriously and you put yourself all in. It, my friends call me a tryhard. They call <laughs> me a tryhard, and um, it's because it doesn't matter if it's a video game, it doesn't matter if it's real life, it doesn't yeah. matter what I'm doing. That they're like, you are a tryhard. They're like, maybe you're tryhard. Maybe sometimes you're not acting, trying to be a tryhard. Yeah. But you're uh, to us. You seem that way, even if it's your default. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're very yeah. much like that. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I have to give you a lot of credit, too. You know, like, you're in a foreign country. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I even considered going to school in Puerto Rico and mm-hmm. stuff for college. And it was just like, I, I was intimidated, I have to admit. Right. That, you know, like, even reading everything, that would have yeah. been, like, <laughs> insane. Like, you know, because you weren't 100%. Like, I don't mm-hmm. know how you felt about it, but did you feel 100%, like, that you had good understanding of everything? For the or most you really part. pushed yourself. I pushed myself, but for the most part, yeah. I think I got it. Yeah. So then when did you come to, like, you came back? Did you go to college down there? A year. Oh, wow. Yeah, I went a year. I went a year. Yeah, it was, that's a, that's a whole nother experience. And we'll talk about that another, <laughs> We'll go into that when yeah. we come back. Uh, you are listening to Your Career is Calling. Uh, this is Wanda Ellett with my rock star producer Ricky Marin live in the Killarney Public House studio at Ryder University's radio station 1077 The Bronx and online at 1077thebronc.com. We are taking your calls at 877-900-1077. Again, that's 877-900-1077. And Ricky is sharing his great insight into his career lesson of being flexible. We will be right back after a short break. Hello, operator. Will you please let me have Alexander 4444? Line is busy. We're back. And you don't need an operator to get your career on the road to success. All you need is Wanda Ellen. Now let's go on the other line with Your Career's Calling. This is Wanda Ellett live in the Killarney Public House studio at Ryder University's radio station, 1077 The Bronx, and online at 1077thebronc.com. 
I'm here uh, with the amazing rock star producer, Ricky Marin, and he has been sharing some great insight into his his career and his career lesson of being flexible. We are taking your calls at 877-900-1077. Again, that's 877-900-1077. So during the break, he shared that you were part of Boy State, and that's another Mm -hmm. example of being flexible. You know, like um, you had the family obligation. Yeah. Go ahead if you want to tell the story. You had the family Uh, obligation. Yeah, so... um, I was, uh, right before my senior year, you know, we were, you know, Boys State takes place during the summer. Um, it's, so people are like our house and, you know, you go through all the activities of leadership. It's here at, at Boys State. They, they run Boys State Is here. It? Yeah, I, they do. See, I, so I didn't end up going, um, to Boys State. I had the position. I was and it's, very the excited. State, if you can explain what Boys State is, because it's, you know. Sure. I mean, I'll, I'll do my best. I still have a <laughs> rough understanding of it, considering I never went. Um, I was talking to someone recently about it, though. They So essentially, Boys State, it's sort of like a culmination of students from several districts of uh, New Jersey, um, in which basically uh, a university will house them and they go through um, a series of activities, mm-hmm. um, lessons and layouts in which... Uh, they kind of grow to learn to be leaders amongst themselves, grow to collaborate with each other. Yeah. Um, and it's it's a great program, especially pre- if uh, you're heading to college because it prepares you for not just the work environment, it prepares you for college environments. It kind of gets you in a better mindset and yeah. helps you like mature a, a little bit. Like a leadership mindset. And it's yeah. Just, and, and it's, they select the best of each school. Yeah. And you know, to have that honor, that's an honor. Yeah. And, um, you know, something that you worked hard, it's a mm-hmm. big achievement. So kudos to you, Thank you know, you. That you, and you, you know, you had, you honored your family mm-hmm. and, you know, maintained, cause it was only a couple, like in, in July, you know, they come here to the Ryder yeah. campus and, mm-hmm. you know, it's fun cause you know, and I was sharing with you that, uh, you know, some of my schoolmates, mm-hmm. Eddie, Eddie, Edward, it's Edward Lynch <laughs> and, uh, Kenneth green, <laughs> They um and they've gone on to have great success. Yeah. So it really tees you up. So again, being flexible. You know? Yeah, you know, in that situation, I had to be flexible about to choose family or you know a boy state. I think. I mean, it would have been a nice experience. Yes. Do I regret that I didn't go? I I, I have no regrets. Things happen for a reason. So um and I'm I'm also really uh, glad that I allowed my friend to go. Uh, because he was, he's it's an intelligent guy. He was an amazing guy. So I, I, I was like begging them. I'm like, please don't just give up this position and just have it in the air. I'm like, give it to my friend because he needs it. So um, I gave it to him. But yeah, it was, it, at the time I was a little upset. But, yeah. you know, now looking back, I, I have no regrets about that. Like, wow. it was nice. But, you know, it happens. Things happen. Well, that's something to me that speaks to your character and tells me, you know, even more. It's a more evidence of, you know, what a great guy you are. So <laughs> then, you. okay, so we're in college now. You're going to college, your first year down mm-hmm. in Costa Rica. And then what happens? So at the time I was studying computer science, mm-hmm. um, Costa Rica and the way it works is um, it's a little bit, it's, if it's hard here for college students or people around uh, or people like uh, nearing the end of high school to find jobs, um, it's harder there just because the nature of it is you can't really be studying and working at the same time. It's very difficult there to manage both, especially in the way that the semesters are arranged. So I was um, doing computer science at one of the universities. I was at a technological university and 
they arranged it so that I would take eight classes a semester. Mm -hmm. So to put that in perspective for any of the listeners, (laughs) um, right now I'm taking six classes and I nearly want to collapse. Usually only and interning and working. So I I usually only take and five spending classes. time with family and spending time with friends. It's it's hard and six classes right now. It's like I'll I'll be going to class and then in between or right before or after I'll be going to work and then I come back and it's suddenly like eight p.m. and I have to do homework and then it's like very little free time. Um, so and that's with six classes. Five classes is similar, but I had a little bit of leeway there. Um, but in Costa Rica, it was eight classes, and my commute to school was two hours. Each so way? I, yeah. I had to take t- two to with two, either two or three buses to get to my university in the morning. I would leave at like 5.30 or 6.30. No, I would leave at 5.30, so I would get there by 8. Wow. Yeah. It was it was a, it was a commute. It was a commute. Um, but, you know, I did it. I did it for an entire year. Um, it was just very hard because the way everything was arranged for me there— um, I couldn't really uh, do other activities, and my mother has always been so, bless her heart, I've always been, uh, she always wants me to do more, you know, do as much as I can. So I was super involved in the church. I was like head of youth coordinator activities. I was a Sunday school teacher. Uh, They made me take vocal lessons like every other Wednesday. I did leadership classes every other Tuesday. Every Friday I was doing like rehearsals for like Saturday youth groups. Saturday youth group I was like in charge and well not entirely but like a part of uh, leadership. So I and then and then Sundays I did choir. So it was a lot spread out throughout the week and I was I was spreading myself very thin. Like wow. I was I was really stressing myself there. Um and in terms of the education, I I I the way I explained it to my family was, you know, I I could handle studying in Spanish and it was fine. But when it came to trying to do a lot more critical thought process that you do in college, yeah. I found myself translating everything from Spanish to English so yeah. that I could process it better. Because my yeah. brain it just naturally, when it comes to doing anything in English, it just processes it so much faster. It doesn't matter if it's like two plus two. You say like dos más dos in Spanish, yeah. I'll say cuatro. But like I'll, you know, I'll just think about it's it so the- much faster in in English. Yeah. It's just, it just comes natural, more natural to me. Yeah. Um, and that that was my issue there yeah, when I was I'm trying college. to learn, but it's funny because I'm trying to learn French and I'm on this oh, thing with Duolingo. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, it's funny because I'm translating. Some of the stuff comes into Spanish mm-hmm. and some of it comes into English because it's kind of like the words and stuff are similar. So I can imagine like, you know, that's just real. I, I give you a lot of credit for Thank doing you. that because, uh, you know. I can imagine like how difficult that must have been. Like I said, I was yeah. intimidated, you know, to go to to school in Puerto Rico. And I was just like, I was just so nervous about just that, that, that mm-hmm. specific thing, because it was just like, am I going to be able to think this through, you know, fast enough and, you know, yeah. and, and still stay current. So you had the conversation with them and then you ended up coming back here. I did. I did. Now, um, your dad was here. Yeah. My, okay. So my dad, my dad always stayed here. So I would come visit him about every other six, uh, every six months or so. And, um, but I, so I was actually visiting here. I wasn't staying here. Um, it was November of 2014. I came back. Um, I was just supposed to be here for like a month, month and a half in between like school sessions over there. And I started talking to my friend. She was like, you know, Ricky, I miss you. She's like, you know, you would be doing a lot better here. Cause I was telling her I was having a little bit rough go of it in college. You know, I had actually failed my first class. Oh. Um, it must have been so devastating. It was. I had, oh. I had never failed a class oh. before. I had barely even gotten B's because my mother was like, A's are like everything for you. And if yeah. you get a B, I'm disappointed. So, yeah, yeah. 
um, that was rough. Um, and I think the commute had something to do with it too. Yeah. But well, everything. Yeah. I mean, everything. Yeah. But the commute was also very killer. I was yeah. going Monday to Saturday. So, um, but yeah, I, I, I came here and I, I called my mom and I was like, I think I'm staying. <laughs> I'm like, I don't wow. think I want to go back. And you know, we had a long drawn out conversation of how we would make it work. Um, I was living with my aunt and my uncle. Um, we were living with them before. So I, you know, I was just with them visiting and I was like, how, how are we going to make this work? Like, can we make this work? She was like, you know, that's fine. Uh, she's like, you're going to have to pay rent and all that. You're going to have to be flexible yeah. and how, and how you work and how you're going to go to school here and put yourself through it. But she's like, if you think you can make it work, then, you know, go for it. She's like, who am I to stop you? She's like, you're, you're, you're your own person now. She's like, and you're in another country. So it's not like I can necessarily stop you. <laughs> well, well, she could have, yeah. if she really if wanted she to, really wanted a to, Spanish she woman, she can yeah. make anything happen. Yeah. Yeah. She was, she was very kind in that regard. Yeah. And especially the mom of her baby, you know, is forget it. She can oh, move yeah. mountains. Yeah. If she, she was definitely upset, not upset necessarily, but sad because, you know, I always helped around and my siblings, um, I was like their nanny 24 seven back and call. Um, and you know, of course for my mom, there's five, there were five of us. So that's a lot. Yeah. So, you know, for me to help out, you know, and being the oldest, she, she appreciated that. So, you know, not that she wasn't upset about me leaving, but I know right. she was also probably like somewhere in her mind, she was like, dang, I lost my babysitter. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was, but it was a change. And I think it was a good change. Like, yeah. yeah. And I think you needed to like make branch off and be your own, you know what I mean? And yeah. start to live your life mm -hmm. and start to be your own thing. So where'd you go to school um, in 2014? I, um, I, when I got here and I started contemplating staying, it was too late for me to enroll in the spring semester. So I actually enrolled in um, the fall of 2015 mm -hmm. at Raritan Valley. Yeah. Okay. And that's when my college journey began. Wow. And then uh, they accepted all your credits and stuff and it was like... Or you had to negotiate. Oh, that, that was that was an. And issue. there again, that's another flexibility that's another opportunity. Flexibility opportunity, yes, and that was. That was a problem. I, I had a, I had a lot of issues trying to get into college here. <laughs> yeah, um, I had to get everything validated, my diploma, my credits, everything, and I had to pay money. I had to pay a lot of money for that. Yeah. Wow. Mm -hmm. You know, but at least you were advocating for yourself, and and you made it happen. Oh yeah. And I think it's you know, and I applaud you. Like, how did you make the decision to transition over to Ryder? Um, money. <laughs> <laughs> I have heard that they're very good about uh, a lot of their grants and um, scholarships and things like that. Yeah. And they're very good yeah. about that. They have like a, a very, you know, just a very healthy program. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, and I've heard that from a number of different students that they're very grateful. And and the education I think you get here oh, is, yeah. is, is amazing. Um, you know, I, I graduated from St. Peter's and mm -hmm. I went to school at night and I did four years pretty much in four years. So I, I appreciate like everything Thank. that you're going through and especially like I was working three jobs and stuff and working on my house. So mm -hmm. I get it. Cause it's just <laughs> like, Oh my God, you're on that little habit trail and you're like, <laughs> where do I got to go next? <laughs> I don't feel like yeah. I'm going anywhere, you know, and it's just a nightmare. So I really applaud you. And here, like, so you're here for the senior year. Mm -hmm. And then, um, so your degree is going to be, is communications or what exactly? It's like part of communications. It's going to be a uh, digital media film. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. 
And um, then we're, we're going to go into some other things when we come back. He's keeping me honest today. I'm really terrible. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll let you know. I am really, really terrible in most interviews. And he's usually behind me on the other side of the wall, <laughs> giving me the signal like, Wanda, come on, stop. You know, you have to, uh, you know, take a break. So you are listening to Your Career's Calling. This is Wanda Elliott with my rock star producer, uh, Ricky Marin. We are live in the Killarney Public House studio today at Ryder University at um, Ryder University's radio station, 1077 The Bronx, and online at 1077thebronc.com. We are taking your calls at 877-900-1077. Again, that's 877-900-1077. And Ricky has been sharing some fantastic insight into his lesson of being flexible. We'll be right back after a short break. Oh, operator, will you please let me have Alexander 4444. Line is busy. We're back. And you don't need an operator to get your career on the road to success. All you need is Wanda Ellen. Now let's go on the other line with Your Career's Calling. And we're back. This is Wanda Ellen live with Wanda Ellen at Ryder University's radio station, 1077 The Bronx, and online at 1077thebronc.com. Today I am here with my rock star producer, <laughs> Ricky Marin, and he's been sharing some great insight into his career lesson of being flexible. Uh, we are taking your calls at 877-900-1077. Again, that's 877-900-1077. But before we continue our conversation, we have our, we have our producer, uh, Ricky Marin, with his segment, Finding Your Future. Are you feeling confused about your career or feeling stuck and unsure of which job is right for you? Let our producer help you. Your Career is Calling presents Find Your Future. Our producer is going to help make your career journey a little brighter every week by providing you with available job listings, including how to apply and contact our featured employers, plus other tips on how you can better your career path. Finding Your Future is underwritten in part by Ryder University's Office of Career Services. Our role in your education is to prepare you for your career. For more information online, it's rider.edu forward slash career services. Now here's our producer with Finding Your Future. The U.S. Environmental Protection Agency is looking for a program analyst in Washington. They are looking for someone who can evaluate program techniques to analyze information and increase effectiveness, apply analytical approaches and concepts, examine current or proposed policies and laws, and gather pro- programmatic data in assistant and producing special reports. This entry-level position has plenty of room for career progression and growth. They require a minimum 3.0 GPA and a master's or accelerated master's in biology, chemistry, ecology, forensic, mathematics, physics, statistics, or zoology. For more information, look up the U.S. Environmental Protection Agency on Google or your Handshake account. This has been Finding Your Future with Ricky Marin. That concludes this week's segment of Finding Your Future. Finding Your Future is underwritten in part by Rider University's Office of Career Services. Our role in your education is to prepare you for your career. For more information online, it's rider.edu forward slash career services. Our producer will be back next Sunday with more job listings and special tips to help you get further with your career. Exclusively on Your Career's Calling on 1077 The Bronx. Excellent job, Ricky. (laughs) So let's continue our interview. Okay. So um, we were talking during the break, and you just cracked me up, too, because I want to talk about our, our you know. Mm-hmm. Well, first I want to talk about, we were talking about so much during the break. Uh, first, let's talk about your transition from, you were, you were studying computer science. Yes. And then you made the transition. Now you're going to graduate <clears throat> with communications and what else? Um, so I got a, an associate's in digital media. Now I'm going to graduate um, in film uh, TV and uh, tele- uh, film, TV and radio, specifically film, though, okay. uh, as part of the communications department. Um, but yeah, it was it was a leap um, when I was studying computer science. You know, I didn't necessarily know exactly what I wanted to do. I know I liked computers. 
I had played around a little bit with like um, program script programs. I said programs twice, but it's okay. Uh, I had played around with programs before, and um, I learned a little bit of like computer language. So that's why I thought that I wanted to do computer science. Um, but you know, I was completely neglecting that. Like for years, since two thousand eight, I was doing like you know video editing um, on my computers. I was basically composing like stories and things of the like and posting it to a YouTube channel, a now defunct YouTube channel so no one can find me. Yes, we have started <laughs> to talk about that. Yes. And there's another example of being flexible. Yeah. So if you want to share a little bit, because I think that's like a fantastic lesson as well. Yeah, um, I mean, I so YouTube is what got me into video editing and helped me realize that I liked it, but I didn't realize until after I kind of um, didn't want to do computer science anymore. Uh, with YouTube, I, I started the channel in August of 2008, um, and I was doing... I was uploading videos every week um, and it got to a point where, you know, I had over a thousand subscribers for, for me in 2012 when that for me was a, a big like, that's, you know, that's a good. Yeah, that was a landmark for me in 2012. My yeah. videos weren't like super well known, but it was nice to get like comments and likes at the time. Yeah. And and um, it, and it was it was like really I, I, I don't know, I didn't feel like a superstar, but I felt like, you know, I was like I had a following. So it was nice. Um and unfortunately, it yeah. was really, it wasn't really, there weren't a lot of people doing those things. Yeah. So, so to was, have a thousand followers yeah. and even just to have the audience of that mm -hmm. size is pretty good. Yeah. And it was, I mean, it was really major in like 2006 when it started and it just got like really big after that. And, you know, I started at a pretty decent time, I believe, um, you know, and, but I, I was not the smartest when it came to what I used in my videos and music wise. And that's why my channel got terminated. So make sure to keep following copyright laws. Yeah, but laws. you know what? <laughs> a lot of people, they didn't really, they opened it up. And, mm -hmm. and, and at that time, and most people don't even think about it. So right. you can't beat yourself up because, right. you know, you were, A, it was 10 years ago. Right. So, you know, you were a young kid and it was mm -hmm. just, you know, they had it open. Yeah. And, you know, nobody really thinks about the terms and conditions. Yeah. Um, and, and they had the music available. So what was the big deal? You uh, know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know, that's what you would think. And, and it is a big deal. You yeah, know, I was really young. I was really young and I didn't, I didn't understand exactly those kind of laws. I, after my channel got taken down, I, I tried starting a new one, mm -hmm. um, but I just didn't feel that same level of passion. You know, 200 videos plus worth <laughs> of work just gone, terminated. And it was really upsetting for me. So that's when, um, after I left computer science um, and I was considering what I wanted to do when I started studying at Raritan Valley Community College in uh, Branchburg, New Jersey, I, I was like, I don't want to go back to computer science. And I'm like, you know, and my friend was like, you've been doing videos since 2008. It, they're like, why, why don't you try to pursue something like that? He was, he had done something similar to, to me, except his yeah. channel didn't get taken down. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it should have though. It should have. He was equally as bad, but, um, he was Ill it, equally he got guilty. lucky. He yeah. got lucky. And that's what it is. It was lucky. <laughs> it and, was. And plus, like, I think, I hate to say this, but mm -hmm. sometimes I think people don't want you to do better than them. You no. know what I mean? One of my attorneys said to me years ago, he goes, well, nobody wants to see you do better. Wanda. Yeah. So sometimes you're going to have to overcome things. Okay. Agreed. And people are going to be after you, mm -hmm. you know, and they're going to make things difficult for you. Yeah, and, and I think that, that you suffered some of that. I did. I did. And, you know, I but he was he was always very supportive of me. He was upset that my channel got taken down because we were just supporting each other nonstop. And um, but when he, he told me, he was like, you should pursue uh, film video editing because that's what you do um, as a hobby. He's like, I'm studying it right now. You should study it, too. So I did, and RVCC's, RVCC's program was great. 
And it was definitely a good like eye opener and introductory phase for me when I was applying to, you know, a four year universities to transfer and Ryder uh, appealed to me for, for several reasons. You know, I, I liked the staff um, and their transfer program was pretty good. They, you know, for me, I had already lost so many years. I was supposed to, if I had stayed on my, tra- on track, I would have graduated 2017. So, um, for me hearing that I could have the chance to graduate in the two years time, um, that was major for me. Cause I'm like, I don't want to waste more time. I just want to be in the field. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. I want to go to work. Yeah. And other schools I was trying to transfer to, they were like, we'll accept you. We'll take your credits, but it might take you two and a half years. It might take you three years. And I, I don't, I didn't want to take that extra time. And of Ryder, they were like, you know, they were offering me good packages. They were giving me, um, decent, a decent amount of money. And, and they were telling me you, if you do, you play your cards, right. You'll graduate in two years. Sure. I had to take a summer class and maybe I'll take a winter class. You never yeah. know. But like, uh, you know, I'm taking six classes but right now. So the I can opportunity was there and they were open minded yes. to have that conversation. Yeah. So, and I, know, I had to be huge. flexible. I had to be flexible, flexible there yeah. in, in my options and what I wanted, because, um, I mean, writer's film program is fairly new. It's a good program and good professors, but it is fairly new. So, you know, to transfer students might not, that might not be the best option always, but, um, I was, you know, I'm like, I'm going to take a, I'm going to take a chance on it because I liked writer. Um, and I do, and it, it is a good program. I love the professors here. Um, but was it always like at the top of my head that I was going to go like maybe to somewhere here in New Jersey, I imagine maybe California or Boston or something. But, you know, I ended up going here and I just, I just like, I remember sitting down with my mom who was visiting at the time and I was like, let's weigh all our options. Let's, you know, be flexible in how I choose because this is going to be the next two years of my life and it's going to be my diploma. My diploma is, you know, is writing yeah. on this. So I had to really consider all my options there. Well, yeah. and it seems like, you know, it, like just from your energy, it mm-hmm. just seems like everything is falling into place and, yeah. you know, and it was, it was a great choice mm-hmm. and for so many different reasons. Mm-hmm. So that like, to me, I'm very excited for you. And Thank plus, you. you know, I really enjoy working with you. So. <laughs> me too. Yeah, I call you a rock star producer. <laughs> I don't call you that for nothing, you know, cause you really are. Um, you are, uh, <laughs> you have me all, fl- all flustered now. You were listening to your careers calling. This is Wanda Ellett with Ricky Marin live in the Clarny Publicast studio at Ryder University's radio station. One the Bronx and online at 1077thebronc.com. We are taking your calls at 877-900-1077. Again, that's 877-900-1077. And Ricky Marin has been sharing some fantastic insight into his career lesson of being flexible. Uh, we will be right back after a short break. Hello, operator. Will you please let me have Alexander 4444? Line is busy. We're back. And you don't need an operator to get your career on the road to success. All you need is Wanda Ellen. Now let's go on the other line with your career's calling. We're at the end of the show. I this know. was so fast. It was fast for you, huh? It, it was. I was I was like surprised. You know, it seems fast on, on the producing side, but here when you're talking, it's even faster. Like I didn't even realize how, how fast it goes. At first you were like a little nervous. I was, I was. And then you like, you were just fine. Yeah, now I'm just relaxed. Rockstar. Now I'm just here like leaning against like, the chair. Like what's up? We're, <laughs> we're sitting there hanging out, talking. Pretty much. Talking about PD. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, like your future, everything is, is you know, you've just built a nice mm-hmm. career. You're building a nice career for yourself. Mm-hmm. You're setting a good foundation. I think having that career lesson and the foundation of having that career lesson of, you know, staying flexible mm-hmm. and, and even op- you're open minded. You have like a great foundation. Thank so you. is there anything you want to promote? Is there anything that's cooking with you that you want to talk about? Any last bits of wisdom? Well, um, 
in terms of promoting, I let's go with advice. I guess I'm not like the tech savvy way uh, wisdom or you know, I'm not like super like older or anything like that. And I don't mean to put myself above others in any way or sense by saying this. I just feel like, you know, when it comes to like job searches, I feel like people are looking for things that are too perfect sometimes. Mm. Like I'll, talk, I'll be talking to my friends and they're like, oh, there's a problem with this because yeah. then I don't like the environment or the pay is not perfect. But maybe they're just they're spending too much time looking for a job. Um, that's perfect. And they don't realize like we're in college right now. Anything helps. If you can get any recommendation from anyone, that is a plus, you know? So maybe the wages aren't the best, but the environment could be really good. You know, you got to capitalize on what you can get. So, um, you and especially be... in this economy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so like, you know, don't be afraid of the retail job. It may not be the best job. I wasn't entirely a fan of it myself. I did it for almost a year, but you know, it, it helps you in the long run. And as always, you know, it's building up your resume. It's going to help you get to the next job. You know, right now being in banking, um, I, it's, it's pretty comfortable being in banking when you're a college student, like as a part-time teller, like I get pretty paid pretty decently, you know, like I have insurance and stuff like that. Is it my career path? No. Does it help me get to it? Well, it's helping me pay college. So, you know, it's, it's doing something for me, you know, it's, it's helping me, it's benefiting me. So I feel like people are often so focused on, on the now and they don't look to, towards, um, no, they're too focused on the future and they don't focus on the now. So they're too focused on where they want to be, but don't focus on how they're going to get there because they just want everything to happen instantly right. and it's not going to happen. You know, you need and to the build other thing yourself. too, like even, you know, you're with this bank now mm -hmm. and you don't know, like there could be some kind of opportunity in there social could. media and the yeah. marketing and some other area mm -hmm. back in the, in the back side of the office, yeah. you know what I mean? In operations mm -hmm. versus, you know, the front line being, you know, in interfacing with the public. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like, I mean, definitely. And it's relationships. It's, it's you know, it's yeah. networking. You know, you never know what opportunity is going to present itself from the networking. Mm -hmm. And even like you're saying, if you take an opportunity, and I have to say as a recruiter, that's probably the best advice right. you can give anybody. Because, you know, sometimes people, they are, they are, they pigeonhole themselves mm -hmm. and they have to have a certain position and this is what they did in their last job, mm -hmm. but to stay open-minded. Yeah, exactly. And it's 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 very important to be able to do that. Um, you know, I still keep in touch with my head teller from Chase Bank. Mm -hmm. You know, she and I, she was great. I loved her. <laughs> she and I got along so well. Shout out to Jasenia. Um, But yeah, she was a, such a great person. And, you know, she really like um, helped me like kind of understand a little bit more perspective on jobs in general. Um, so I, I really owe a lot to her. But yeah, you know, it's it like I said, it's it's important to be flexible and not be so hung up on one thing. You know, um, time chances are you're not always gonna get your dream job. You're not always gonna um, be on the straightforward path to where you want to be. It doesn't mean you're not gonna get there. It just means you might, you know, be taking a little bit of a deviation. road here or there, deviations. <laughs> but you you can get there. It's just gonna take a little bit more effort. But I feel like sometimes people just don't want to put in that extra effort or they're afraid to you know, to submit an application or anything like that. When I applied here for the producing uh, producer internship, um, I, I literally put like, hire me and I won't disappoint as my subject line because I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, you know, at this point, like anything will help. <laughs> and, and it and, was, it was very impressive because he was yeah. just like, you know, and even just your enthusiasm and passion, it show, it was shining mm -hmm. through, you know, and even to today, that still Thank does. you. And I, I yeah. appreciate all that you do. And Thank I hope you. you know that.
Thank you. And um, now you have video evidence. I do. Um, so yeah, my that would be that would be my career lesson: be flexible. And if I were to promote anything, just follow me on the Rider uh, Odyssey community online. I make an article every week, uh, published every Tuesday or Wednesday. So you know, it varies. It's like a Buzzfeed, but for college students. So oh, I would promote that. Cool. Yeah, thank you. And what, where do they get that? Like, how do they? Uh, so you would just look up the uh, Odyssey community at Rider on Google and it's literally the first link um, and you know I'm Richard even if Marin you're out, even if you're out of you're not yeah. in the community you don't have to be you don't have to be in the community so it's a it's really a community for all but it's very popular amongst college students and colleges tend to have their own branches so I also do that in my free time I write an article that I publish every, well that my editor publishes every week or so um, and we're we're a small group at Rider but you know we, we like to post we'll do anything anything ranging from political to just casual like 10 things you want to eat during the summer you know it's just it ranges but it's nice <laughs> well that's pretty cool I have Thank to check you. it out I didn't know you were doing that yeah. so now I'm gonna have to check it out too that's Thank awesome you. and how can people get in touch with you well, you can find me on Facebook. Uh, just look up Richard Marin Serrano. That's S-E-R-R-A-N-O. Uh, so that's my second last name. You can find me on Instagram as Costa Rican Rich. Um, and uh, I'll keep my Twitter private. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that dangerous? No. <laughs> <laughs> but I want to thank you today for being flexible thank and you. stepping up and allowing me the opportunity to interview mm -hmm. you. And, thank you. And I want to thank you too for all the hard work that you do and everything you do and staying flexible mm -hmm. here because we've had some situations. <laughs> I think that's another lesson that could be yes. for another day. It's just like, you know, to just power through, mm -hmm. get up and and let's pick it up and move it forward yeah so, that's totally fantastic. so thank you again <laughs> thank you in closing to learn how you can gain more information on how to manage your career take a tour of the on-demand library on 1077thebronc.com where we have over five years worth of shoes shows shoes <laughs> on every aspect of job transition and career management you can listen to us anywhere as you can download the 1077 the bronx free iphone or android apps from the app store you simply search wrrc1 or wrrc2 and that's whiskey radio radio charlie one or whiskey radio radio charlie two we would love to hear from you during the week you can check out and like our facebook pages your career is calling g45 consulting and also um, i have another page uh, wandaellett.com and you can check out my website uh, g45consulting.com or wandaellett.com uh, where you can learn more about the secret mentor society and the secret mentor society boot camp if you're having challenges with your job search it's a 10-day intensive course that is proven to drive results for alumni there are seats available for the october class so if you'd like to join me i really would love to have you and you can connect to me on linkedin or send me an email at wanda at g45consulting.com and we would like to thank our stand-in producer, Luis Alvarez. And uh, again, Ricky Marin for doing a fantastic job. And the Bronx General Manager, John Moses. Special thanks to our underwriters, G45 Consulting, Hartwell Express Press, and Ryder University's Office of Career Development and Success for making this hour possible. And we could not do, do this hour without their support. Uh, we appreciate you, our listeners, and we know how difficult it is to manage your career. We thank you for listening in. And remember, own your career and keep networking alive. I'm going to be here next week with another fantastic guest, and I hope you have a fantastic week. When our show comes to a close, a door of opportunity opens. Thank you for listening to Your Career's Calling with Wanda Ellett of G45 Consulting on 1077 The Bronx and 1077thebronc.com. Join Wanda and her who's who of guests and career consultants next Sunday at 8 a.m. for even more advice on controlling your career path. To check out our past episodes, go to 1077thebronc.com 
Amazon.com and Apple iTunes to download and listen to our past shows. Simply search Your Career's Calling. Your Career's Calling is underwritten by G45 Consulting, Harwell Express Press in Lawrenceville, and Career Development and Success at Rider University. We hope you answer our call next Sunday at 8 a.m. for our next edition of Your Career's Calling, only on 1077 The Bronx and 1077 thebronxcom Thank you.